where I unmute our mics and things. Okay. There we go. Hey, there we're, we're live. There, we did it. Uh -huh. We did a thing. We did a big thing. Well, James did a big thing. I, I did a thing. I made another thing. I, I, I made the thing that transitioned into another thing with other music. Uh, so, there we are. Uh, by the way, if anybody can guess that song, major props to you. It is. I, I will. I will help you out with one little hint. It is a video game theme. It is the theme to a video game. I was expecting you to give him a prize there. It's like, oh, he's thought he's got someone here. Let's see who it is. It's like I've got this can of Iron Brew. It's like, oh shit, because I haven't. Ah, no. I was I was planning on like you know as things like got more pumped so, so I can tell everybody since we're talking about the intro that I just made uh, the plan is to like as it builds up have more things start popping up like maybe a, like a, an iron brew picture or something else and then something else and just have the like it stack all on top of the red alert symbol uh, but sadly I, I have to build it in layers in uh, Adobe Premiere and I only have three layers to work with. So it's those three layers, then add it more layers onto that video that you just saw. But that's the opening. I thought you were going to say I have to do other things like you know sleep, work, uh, socialize. What? So I can't build it. Those aren't things. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I just sit here and stare at this computer screen all day, looking at like all the videos of all the podcasts, and just thinking, going, hmm, audio? No, too soon. Make them wait. Terrace hasn't gotten to me yet. <laughs> his his anger isn't isn't seeping through the Discord yet for us. So. No, it, he hasn't passive he hasn't passive aggressively asked Will on Twitter while CCing Tig Whippies as a hashtag that I've noticed yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it yet. The beep hasn't happened. Stop waffling. No games sort of stuff. Well, in that case, hello, good evening, and good morning, wherever you are listening and watching this to, to season two of episode 10 of the Game One Players Out podcast. I'm Lard Teammaker, aka Will McKellar, and joining me, as always, up there, is James Atkinson. Hi. And just above there, let's see if I can reach just above the extra life. I can't go and get it. It's Huggerman. Hey, I'm here today. Yay! Welcome back, man. Welcome back. Glad to be back. Because I'm sure they will all agree we all missed you last week. Yes. Instead, instead they get to listen to me and Will, but mainly me, to talk a lot about YouTube. Which we won't be doing this week. <laughs> no, no, no. We have we have some happier things to talk about this week as far as and then what we've been playing, shout-outs and all that, all normal good stuff. So, let's get right to it. Twitch. The, yeah, it, oh, it seems to be the almost opposite of what we were talking about last week. Uh, just, this thing we're on? Hi. <laughs> yeah, this thing. This thing we're on right now. Because um, we've got a couple of news bits. Um, we got a couple of bits of mail, and I saw on Twitter... Uh, Bell, and let's, let's jump into it because, uh, yeah, um, Extra Life. We know that's coming up in a couple of months. We know that we're going to be doing that as a 24-hour stream. There's, there's a thing down there. You can see it. It's, it's yes. below me, below you guys talking. There's a thing. It's blue now. 
It's not red. It's it's extra light blue. Because <laughs> we like the blue. Yes, we like blue. But yeah, they they they're um, doing a thing in June, September. It's because uh, September in the states, at least, is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, yes. and so for charity purposes, they're doing starting on September the fifth and ending on September the nineteenth. Twitch will donate two dollars for every one thousand bits cheered with the hashtag charity to extra life up to a maximum of $200,000. Every bit cheered using the hashtag counts towards the total. And the big kicker here is that whoever you cheer, that streamer still gets the full value of the bits that are being given to them. This is just something they're doing on top of that. Yep. So by cheering with the free bits you get from ad revenue to your favorite streamers, you are then supporting kids. So why not do that? Because it sounds like that. And I think they're also going to have a sale on bits, too. They mentioned something about that. Oh, because that's even better than for bits. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I'll have to look. They actually, in the email, there was actually a link to t- about talking points. <laughs> there was talking points about this. Maybe I should pull that up and read it. <laughs> Well, I've kind of got it in the, the email in there as well. So it's like that Q&A. It's like, for example, do small amounts of bits count? Yes, as I just said. <laughs> the top there. Uh, do cheer modes count? Yes. Yes, they do. As long as you use the hashtag. Yes. That's the thing. You've got to use hashtag charity. Otherwise, it won't work. Uh, apparently, also... Oh, my God. There's... Wait. There's, like, broadcasting assets and stuff. General talking cool. points. Oh, this is this. Oh, oh, yeah. This is some. This is some stuff. All right. Uh, general talking points that they tell us. Uh, one in ten kids in North America are treated by the Children's Miracle Hospital each year for cancer. Sixty-two kids enter Children's Miracle Hospital for treatment any minute. Miracles Marin Hawkman Network uh, provides thirty-two million patient visits for over what, ten million kids each year. Donations stay local to fund uh, critical treatments for healthcare services, pediatric medical equipment, and, char- and charitable care. In the United States, every minute, Children's Miracle Network hospitals provide $6,500 in charity care to help so kids' lives. And the Children's Miracle Network hospitals provides about $3.4 billion in charity care annually to the United States. So... There's um there's some stuff about that. I wonder now we're we're um I have to do a little look here. Well, we're doing Hartford Hartford Hospital. Is that the, the yeah, hospital yes. we decided on? That's that's the one. Yes. All right. Let's see. Let's see. We are doing the Hartford Hospital for it for this year. Um, I mean, last year we were doing one for Milwaukee because one of the things I was looking at was do they do international ones like great Ormond street over here because i would want it to do a local one to me mm-hmm. but because they don't do that yet or again they have they've done you know a couple tough times they've done it over here but for the past few years they haven't they've stuck to the u.s and canada it's like hmm okay because uh by the way uh i believe connecticut children's medical center which is i I think affiliated with Hartford Hospital is on the list of the Miracle Children's Miracle Network care. Yeah. So, that's a thing, people. 
so yeah so any bits that you donate to people during the during the you know during the fifth the, the september 19th let's go to charity and i'm not even suggesting you know you just go up to us and just go well you know anyone you bit you send cheer bits to just go through it and just helping kids with cancer you don't need it's not just cancer it's just it's it's everything it's pediatric mirror it's pediatric care so uh, you know yeah, your dollar good makes good. Yeah, they said it's thirty percent is un- uncompensated care. Twenty-five percent of the dollar goes to equipment. Twelve to research. Seven to education. Fifteen to special services, and twenty-eight to custom needs. I'm reading what they gave me. This yeah. is this is all off of what they said. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like info. There's 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 a lot of stuff here. Oh my lord. It's like talking points and more talking points and broadcasting assets and logos. Channel buttons. This is pretty intense, guys. There's a button. So they, they really wanted to go for this. They're really pushing this. So it's like the other thing as well, which I might as well just talk to about while we're... Yeah, I, I'll have to send this because there's, there's also like logos for graph for like social media, which is... <coughs> well... <coughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> I might be using them. One of them right now. Oh, oh, really? But yeah, we can we can post our link in chat for what now? I think for the extra life and also this for the bit for the yeah for, the extra life bit for ours or for for the the Twitch one. I don't don't know about the Twitch one, but. Because I don't know, because um, Sima hasn't said fully what one it is, but he said, can you post a link in chat? Because don't worry, our Extra Life one will be coming around mm, probably in about two minutes, because that's the timer. And uh, <laughs> But if you want like the Extra Life like logos and stuff like that, I, I, I have the link for that. It's actually on their website, but I can I will, I will send it out. I will find it while everybody cool. else talks about stuff. Yeah, well, well, we can talk about the other bit we saw on... Um on twitch at the moment um well, not so altruistic <laughs> yes. so com- coming soon because you know we have to shill ourselves as well uh coming soon there's going to be a offer on for half price subs so basically you can sub to your favorite channel for half price for a little time we as as the people you know you'll be subbing to or to whoever it is on twitch still gets the full amount that they would normally get. Which to me sounds like a good deal for both of for both yourselves and the people you're suffering to. There. It just posted. <laughs> so yeah. So it's so it, it's it, again it, it's something that this seems to be counteracting what YouTube is doing. Almost in a way to try and entice more people to come to Twitch. It's 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 quite simply this. They're basically saying what the subscriptions uh, what half price for like whatever yeah. it would be? So basically, yeah. what Twitch is saying is that it's half price, but the streamers getting the full their full revenue. Well, I can obviously tell you because there's nothing here that's telling you, telling me not to tell you guys what subscriptions do. Uh, a subscription is a fifty fifty split between Twitch and the streamer, at least for an affiliate level, which we are. Which means if it goes on sale, they're basically saying we're just going to give the streamer the revenue, and we're just not going to take our cut. Which is just absolutely lovely on their part. So yeah, that that's 
that's pretty much that because uh, it's it's all goodness on that report. So, oh, um, I will let James talk about this a little bit though because this is something he uh, put up in the, our Discord. Yes, our, our what our, our, our I'm trying to make a weekly discussion topic now of shit that comes out in my head. Uh this 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 discussion topic I will actually give you the history behind this because to me there is a little bit of history here. Um, with the advent of Destiny Two being released on consoles next week on Wednesday, uh, this and the announcement of the Division One Patch One Point Eight uh, kind of brought up something for to me to discuss here. Um, both games kind of have kind of went separate ways in their in their models, which is uh, Destiny went away from kind of DLC to a uh, a cash shop store, and um, it, the, the division itself just went to free DLC, almost kind of the way that um, No Man's Sky went. So my thought is, going forward in most video games, especially knowing that Destiny Two is coming out, us as consumers, what do we think is kind of the better? Of the, I guess, the two evils, in a sense of, would you want to pay for DLC that is more f- like a, like wait for DLC and then pay for that, and have that be more of a fleshed out kind of thing, knowing that you're going to get content as DLC, or do you want the kind of the the model where there's a cash shop in the game that helps fund updates that come down the line that add more content to the game, the cash shop being, and I will caveat this. A kind of a more cosmetic thing than a pay-to-win type of system, because I think that has to be a huge caveat. Considering considering that's kind of what people have done; those kind of those major games have gone. Yeah, like things like Battlegrounds and you know games like that. So yeah, um, Hagelman, I'll let well, you start that one. I'm playing Overwatch, which is topical. <laughs> It's it's almost like I planned it around what we play. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch being like the like the case end point of this of how the system works because they built it. <laughs> As he's deep in concentration now. Yeah. Ranked. 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 Uh, I I can I can kind of tell you my th- I I will lead off with my thoughts quite 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 easy and then Chris can jump in when he feels like um I don't know personally uh, I I've come from the player uh, kind of a, being a player where um I am a you know I grew up with StarCraft and then Brood War came out as the expansion slash what we would call DLC nowadays Diablo Diablo two you know expansion. You know, playing a World of Warcraft player and, and recognizing paying for an expansion to the game. So I've grown up where, like, an expansion is was, was the norm, what I expected. And I expected to get decent content with it, and in most cases I did. At least I was getting expanding on, if not more, content than the original game provided. In most cases, a whole other branch of story, more leveling, more content. Um, and I understood that, you know that that content took time and revenue to develop, and I understood why I was paying for that. It scares me, these kind of cap shops models that you see, uh, which really, I think, was spawned by the, the MOBA genre. You, the mm-hmm. Not MMOs. really? MMOs? MMORPGs. MMORPGs spawned it? Well, WoW player. 
uh, MMORPGs, <laughs> kind of the the cash shops that come into play, because there's that there's that thought where games could be absolutely destroyed by the fact that it, it you know it's a cash shop, but the leaking of non cosmetic play to win items being introduced, where a DLC you knew even in, even in an MMO sense. Like a WoW, an expansion. You knew the expansion was what it's going to be. There, there's going to be power creep, but everybody's going to get it that buys the expansion. It's just a wide release, and that's it. Where you look at a game like Arc Age, where one point patch one point two came out in the cash shop, where like it was literally a pay to win system where you could buy things to improve gear scores. It was a physical thing, and they actually were put it at one point where the floor for PvP was having at least a thousand dollars into the cash shop. To at least be considered competitive in player versus player. It's not like I watched videos about this and researched it beforehand. <laughs> to provide a constructive argument. Um, so that is what ultimately scares me. Do I think which model do I think is better? I think moving forward with the way most games are kind of structured, I think we're going to see a lot more of the cash shops or the cosmetic shops and those kind of things to pay for ongoing DLCs that aren't like a battlefront or anything like that, but it scares those scare me because of the that whole power creep that could sneak into it. And with a game like Destiny 2, which is coming out, you know, I haven't heard much about a cash shop yet or what's in there. I know there's going to be one because they, they introduced it with, with Destiny 1. I'm just really worried about what it could provide and what that could mean for community in a new game because Arc Age, once they released, like, it was... Because Deem non paid to win two months after launch, after they released patch 1.2. So, that can almost kill a game. Because, who's playing Arcade right now? It, it's one of the big things that are scaring people from Battlegrounds that I heard earlier. Um, you had, during Gamescom, you had special loot crates from there. And, uh, you, you could yeah, you could earn in, you know, in-game credits by building up points on there, but if you wanted to open it, same thing like Rocket League, you'd have to buy a key. And people are like, well, if they're going to do that now, after they said they weren't going to do that, you've already got the game pretty much done and dusted and out there, then people are scared that it's going to drive people away from it, because that model's there. And in my opinion, I would think... Out of, out of two evils, I would prefer to bought DLC rather than this pay-to-win model. Because, you know, we this pay-to-win model, was, for console certainly, was around in the PS3 days because of Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, you could buy and cheat your way up the best clubs, the best set of the best, best basically the best outfit you would need to make your your golfer that you know that high up and so yeah it was, it was it's almost like the cheating cheat sheet you get in for the game it's not actually take your time because you bought the game in the first place so surely you want to play it to just go and win it it so it's come from then in my opinion i don't like that model i would prefer if they are going to bring dlc and extra content out say okay here it is here's the dlc that we've been making we didn't prepare it before the game was released and just took it out so you could pay extra we did decide this after the game's finished to add some more to it 
here's your price. There you go. If you want to do it, boom, done. Or like as they are starting to do with things like expansions, like Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy was a, was a, like an expansion on Uncharted 4. So that, that bit's starting to creep in again, like The Last of Us Left Behind. Life is Strange Before the Storm. All of these are sort of more expansion parts. For it, it. And it's it's harkening back to like the original kind of you looked at expansions. Like Diablo 2 and then Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction, which in a sense was its own standalone game. It added an additional chapter, but it was like, you know, an expansion cool. on. Yeah. That's uh, what it like. Allow me to uh, get my Monopoly mustache primed and ready. <laughs> so, here's a brief history on monetization of video games. Initially, video games, you bought them as consoles, and you bought the game as cartridges, and then you bought the things. So, eventually, when it got to the point where you could actually start adding in things digitally in new forms or in released discs, you got expansions for the same game because they could reuse the assets and whatnot. Later on, they went to MMOs. And MMOs did the same thing. They did expansions, but you could download it and you could get it fast. And then I forgot who it was. I think it was one of. The, I think it was Ultima. I think Ultima was the first cash shop. But don't quote me on that. I haven't. I haven't dug up on this um, as much as James has. I mean, it's been years. It's been about six years since I've looked at this. Um, past that, you get your first instances of a cash shop, and the cash shop. In and of itself is not inherently evil. The same thing with DLC. It's not inherently evil. It's a matter of how the company's going to use it. So I don't give a damn how they want to monetize their game. I care that the quality is coming out of it. Uh, for example, we have Overwatch. One-time pay. Free expansions for Eva. However, everything is cosmetic. That's fine. It, it works. They make money off of it. And it keeps funding the game. But if you have a game that does that and it doesn't work out and it doesn't fu uh, function right, then, you know, it's it's dependent on the game itself. So what we have is a conundrum of how do we actually approach it. Now, MMOs do an interesting thing these days. Very interesting thing. And James can confirm this. They do both. It's both. Yeah, it and does. I like both. I like both because you can potentially get pieces from the DLC without having to pay for the full flood of DLC. For example, let's say there's a mountain there that you can get by buying the DLC and going through a bunch of story missions, or you can just buy the mount. Or as as a as, <laughs> as a WoW player, and I and I will say I have used this feature. Um, cool. The new level cap is one ten. Your character, all your characters at hundred. I want to. I want. <laughs> You, you make a new character starts at level one. Mm, I don't want to start at the level one character. You pay sixty dollars, we'll make your character level one hundred, and you can just start experiencing the new content right away. Oh, really? That's that's nice. Oh, and we can also give you gear and professions and all the stuff to get basically where you would be at, and then you can just enjoy the new content. But you basically have to pay us another copy of the game. But I can say I've I've done it because. Uh, I have more hours than I want to count into World of Warcraft, and I have played through levels 1 through 100 enough times. I know what that game is. I'm not mm -hmm. going to bot because I've done that too, and I don't want to get suspended. Uh, again. I mean, uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a uh, an away message where all my friends were like, hey, you're on, and it would just tweet back 101010101. 
so, um, but, but to continue this, uh, it's a matter of how they want to do it because there's a long, long, long history. Um, uh, the best company for this, for example, is Nexon Games. They have a long history of pay to win. And a lot of people will mix that up with uh, just cash shops that get you items faster or um, get you good items right away. Pay to win is literally you can get better gear than the free to play. Um, or the gear is so far out of your reach that there's no point in trying going through that paywall with money is just easier. Um, there's another issue a lot of uh, a lot of companies have with it is their pricing. Um, Geo mentioned that um, a lot of Korean MMOs have an issue with pricing because I'm assuming it's based off of translating their currency to our currency because you get shit like you know thirty dollars for a sword that you know does you know twenty damage more than the best you can get free to play and twenty damage in your four million damage is nothing. So. It also made, it also just maybe the inflation, and we already know what the American consumer will pay for something. So if that's what they're willing to pay, that's what they're willing to pay. Yeah, um, but that being said, the key system that PUBGs is doing uh, first and foremost, I don't like it because you already pay for the game. Um, yeah, yeah. It'd be another thing if they released it for free and did that, like in Dungeons but, and Dragons Online, like Team Fortress did. Because that's one of the forefronts of the key system was the drop box that gave you the new weapons that came in with the free updates, but you couldn't use any of the weapons because you couldn't unlock the boxes unless you paid. So that was kind of one of those first instances that we see in a major first-person-esque title doing that. Um, and the drop box works. The drop box works really well. It works really well as far as a monetary system. Um, if, if their drop rates are, are done correctly and not, oh, look, here's the thing. But um, even just as a free thing you can unlock, if you buy the game and you just get drop boxes just over and over again, you can just get them. That is still a fun system, and people like that. Um, just as a general statement, I'm not saying, like, everyone ever likes that. But people, it's it, you can see it works. It, it makes sense, especially because in some cases... The game, and I know Dungeons and Dragons Online did this too. They give you avenues to get keys for the drop boxes that are not in. That are not paying. Like it's a pain in the ass, and it's a lot of work, but you can get keys. Um, another example of a an air quotes pay to win paywall game is um, Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, <laughs> it is it is an EA title. You can shudder, but guess what? Everything is free. Everything. 100% of the game is free. It's the amount of time you want to put in. Why, why do you shudder? Because I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this game too much. <laughs> and Vi uh, Collector has uh, actually brought up another point as well that we need to drop into this. Uh, you do have to take into account a game like EVE Online that has in-game currency and market that allows people, uh, players, to pay for the subscription through the market. That's in WoW now too. Because you, mm-hmm. the people can spend real life currency to sell tokens on auction houses for actual in game gold, so people who grind up enough gold can then buy items of that. Which, by the way, had made it so that the gold in World of Warcraft currency is actually worth more than actual Argentinian dollars. Because if you look at how much it, how much money it is to spend per gold on an auction house item for a twenty five dollar token, is actually like eight thousand gold 
where like if you did the conversion of like what that is to us to argentinian to us conversion is like 8400 argentinian so a fictional currency inside of a, vi- a video game is worth more than an actual currency for a country an entire country crazy isn't it? and i and i know all the eve online guys are already sitting there with all their spreadsheets across all like eight monitors that they play on going well we already knew this our currency is valued at x y and z and if you can turn that over to the bitcoin and k ra- coin ratios and these cryptocurrencies that are probably in the game <laughs> yeah Thai, Speaking, as, as someone who's going to be getting into eve online very soon when they get back to streaming yeah <laughs> I, eve has always been a game that i wanted to play but there is one problem with it um the controls for me everything is click like you fly your ship i want to be able to be like rebel galaxy where it's like left stick goes left there's right up down left right that's what makes sense. Not right-click on this, right-click on that, set my target ratio for the distance, put my laser power, and then start circling the target in an, just a broadside death race. I mean, <laughs> realistically, it's probably the most accurate space game. Oh, oh absolutely. It is. I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying it is the most accurate space game. But that's being said, that's the reason why I'll play Rebel Galaxy over Eve because also the game's gorgeous though. So, oh I mean, yeah. It's oh something yeah. I, I mean, I'm okay. So, so update everybody. Update on the life of Hergelman, which I'm sure you haven't heard very much of if you are not in the channels in which I'm screaming about my existential pain right now. Um, I have started class again. I'm being a mechanical engineer. Um, so, hence why he's wearing a polo. <laughs> <laughs> I was a mechanical engineering student too, so I know exactly what he's talking about. I've got to wait for it. Clean up the mess I made. Yeah. <laughs> I, I dug my grave. Um, so <sighs> there we go. Um, yeah, no, here's the, here's the best part. It's it's that, and then oh my god, my legs. Fucking cargo pants. <laughs> you got the polo for professional. You got the cargo for the pockets. That's engineering. Like I know exactly. Well, you've got extra pockets to keep shit in because you need it. It's and then up. and then a polo because you need to look professional. Exactly. Unlike me, like, who... that's just my basic standard fashion. That is what I wear on a day to day basis in my <laughs> casual time. <laughs> I think we're. Getting... I'm an engineer. There's no... I think I, I I found my calling. Guys, we're gonna we're gonna switch this to I, IRL because this seems like this is where we're going right now with this kind of oh. a t- as I as I sit here out of my work clothes and now a D and D T shirt and uh, what would best be described as athletic shorts that have never seen a ent or a whiff of athletic activity. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. one pair of mine. One pair of mine have not seen athletic activity because I specifically wore them as just extra pants for what I need to get uh, up and down the stairs, not naked. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's, it's like these, these are the pants that I put on when we have company over. <laughs> hey, the bare minimum. Decency. Yep, the, the bare minimum. Bottoms have seen me run up and down the stairs. <laughs> I do exercise in them. I walk in the house. You walk in the house. Um, <laughs> but to, to get back to the point, it's uh, the the big debate here is like which is kind of a better system, and neither is the better system. Each one works better for different types of games. You have story driven games like um, the Telltale games that Witcher come three. incrementally. Uh, Witcher three. Well, I'm I'm going on a different here's because this is a new one, which is incremental installment. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hitman. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Hitman, which I think did it really poorly. Yeah. Episodic. Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Fantastic. Fantastic. Telltale Games. Fantastic. Life is Strange. Fantastic. Increments like that, where you buy it in chapter at a time, but it's almost like you're buying an interactive novel. Or, or also Telltale, especially with a lot of their older games now, where they'll give you the first one for free to see if you like the game, and then you can go and buy the rest. Mm-hmm. Or it's like on those, those magazine collections like Build Your Own DeLorean, where you get the first one at a low discounted price, and then the rest of them, it builds up a week by week by week, or in this case, months down the line. But, That's precisely um, that kind of format. Like, it's almost like comic books. Except instead of print, yes. you have games. Um, and that's... I love that. I love that. I mean, I'm a little iffy because of some of the pricing on it. Like, some of the chapters, I think, were extra expensive. But I think... Uh, but games like... Telltale does it in an interesting way where they where they sell the game at a full price for the full stack of sets. Yeah. Um, and then they yeah. sell it by season. So you buy it by season, and they come out incrementally as needed. Um there's some risk to that, and that is if the story sucks after episode one, it sucks. But then again, if a game sucks after you buy it, it sucks. So um, there's that. You said join the Discord. Is join the channel talk okay? Um, I think we want to keep the uh, the podcast channel out, uh, basically for for when people are podcasting. But the other channels are all open. So you can hang out with everybody else and talk about what's going on in the show together while that's happening. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, just to answer that question right away. Uh, we encourage you guys to come in as a community, hang out in the lobby, and chit-chat with each other while we chit-chat at each other and you guys together. We scream, um, we, we, we scream at each other so then you guys can scream at each other. And then once we're done with the show, we'll usually dump ourselves into a free play room where at which point you can scream at us. Yes, and talk to us about this channel on Twitch at the moment, as you are doing now. But yeah, because, uh, you know, we, we add guests onto the show at times. We, we talk to them beforehand, and after we've built up, sometimes sometimes the guests we've already known for a couple of weeks, but different different areas, but we get them on from the start of the show rather than jumping in during it. Unless it's a very special one, like the 50. But yeah, so the, the, other, thing, the other points to make, though, are things like, you know, Zen... Zen Studios with Zen Pinball, adding the tables. Now, they've gone on to, like, the third in- iteration of this coming soon. And you can dump a load of tables from your the past ones you've bought and bring them over free, which is a good thing to do because you've already bought them. But there's also another interesting element to the, the loot crate bits for Battlegrounds on, on Steam. You can earn those bits of, you know, those bits of clothing for free by building up your credits and then on a lot of them you can sell them to the community via your inventory so you can make mm-hmm. money out of doing this. That's uh, actually the only reason why I own CSGO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you try to get into esports for that one. <laughs> no, that No, it's it's I saw look, some of those crazy look, matches. I'm it. not I'm not twenty two anymore. I can't go into esports. There was a pipe dream to do it. By 23, after that, you're too old. <laughs> That's the, he put on the cargo pants and the polo and said, fuck it, I'm an engineer now. <laughs> yep. I, mean, I, I could have in the past, but no. I was going to say, it's like, 
you know, it's a case of I'm not, I'm almost not 37 anymore, which is the case. So, <laughs> that's, 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 that's going to be the, you just think about these bar conversations back in like, like nowadays, like, you know, it's like 20 years. I, I could have been big in esports. I could have been a big what, law, League of Legends player, but no, I had to get a nine to five. Before I, I took a game controller to the knee. Yeah. I'm excited for the return of Dawngate because I was I was high up in that. I was high up in that. I was in the thousands. I was a high tier player in that, so I'm really excited that that's coming back. Which, by the way, everybody, Shrine of Amano, check it out. Totally didn't. Uh, mm, shameless plug something. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag shameless plug. Mm. Hashtag the, shameless the plug. Show. I'll link it somewhere. It'll be linked at some point. Simmer, get on there right now. <laughs> Simmer, you have to because Mr. Smith isn't here. By the way, Mr. Smith hasn't been here, which means the show has not been fact-checked. If Mr. Smith was here, it would be fact-checked. No, he, he has resurfaced. He has had a busy few weeks. so he. But he has resurfaced online. He should be around soon. Good, because I need him to start fact-checking me because I do not fact-check. Except when I actually have something to talk about. <laughs> um, then there's also, I have one one little bit of news to end this, the end this entire discussion with, unless anybody else has more topics they want to bring up to this. Nope, I'm alright, I'm good. Uh, which then you have something crazy like Darkwoods developer. Have any of you guys heard this story? Right no? there. Okay, so this game by Dark, this game Darkwood. So the developer, Arc Wizard Studio, um, did something recently. Uh, they actually uploaded their game, Darkwood, to Pirate Bay. Themselves. Saying, mm-hmm. quote unquote, if you don't have enough money to play the game, we have a safe torrent on Pirate Bay for the latest version of the game, DRM-free. There's no catch, no added pirate hats for characters or anything like that. We just have one request. If you like Darkwood and you want us to continue making games, consider buying it in the future. We'd th- maybe on a sale through Steam, uh, Good Old Games, or Humble Bundle. Please, please don't buy it and think of though thinking of reselling on a key reselling site. By doing that, you're feeding the cancer that is leaching this industry. So... They understand the whole key selling sites, so what they wanted to do is, through their own means, give people who don't have the funds but want to be able to play the game the ability to play the game, and then when their game eventually goes on sale by the various reputable sites that sell games for sales, tell them to go and buy it then if they enjoyed the game. Which I think, I mean, small indie development companies, smaller house, they can kind of do that. You're not going to probably see CD Projekt Red put The Witcher 3 up on on Pirate Bay. Uh, though it almost sounds like something that they would do if, like, the industry was really going to shit. It almost seems like something that they would be like, yeah, no, totally, we'll fucking do that. Um, but once again, it's it's kind of like once a developer thinking more about the, the, their audience than themselves. There is another option as well for indies, whereas they did, if they themselves put the game on, like, itchy.io, for example, and then they go to people and go, how much do you want to pay for this game? So they, they actually let the consumer decide how much to pay. I mean, Dusty, the, you know, when he released his two games, he did the same thing. So there's that other model as well. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other thing in, in some of this is that some, some developers aren't able to actually do that, unfortunately, which is a sad sad element um when when it's their livelihood because darkwood uh acid wizard studio is um they seem like a group who do this as a hobby 
they, yep. they developed the game and they launched it as a hobby out of the passion of making the game and the passion of horror. So if they're going to continue doing that, um, that's awesome. The issue is people wanting that to kind of be an industry standard. I mean, I love that they, they put it up on Pirate Bay. I love that they, they did that. Um, and I, I really hope the game does come out successfully. Uh, even if it's not even if it's not really that good of a game, um, I hope that it does uh, work successfully because these guys do seem to have that passion for that. But there are other circumstances where that passion and the need for you know keeping yourself alive is just not suitable. But it's it's messy. It's it's very messy. It's a very messy world. There's no. It's not easy to put a price on a project. No. That's what I, Never especially be. if you're not used to doing it, especially if you've not gotten some people like a publisher behind you to help you out with this sort of stuff. I could put a minimum price on the pro- onto a project, though. That can't be done. <laughs> uh, no, you can go lower than that. You can pay people to play your game. Well, I was going to say you can. The minimum price on a project can just be you know paying the people to actually develop the game at cost. Because you know there are livelihoods. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Min- minimum as far as that. Oh, I was yeah, like that, that, that's what I was... about a free game. No, no, no. <laughs> God, no. Yeah, the, yeah. They're, 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 they, yeah. That's that's when you're really getting desperate if you're asking people, you're paying people to play your game. Yeah, that's how we get sites like Eurogamer and IGN. That is literally that. And oh, what is what is no. the lowest score been on one of their sites? Please tell me. Lately, the lowest score was the people who stopped paying them. Yep. Fuck those guys. <laughs> well, um, here's I, I here's my thing, though. Uh, just, as a, just as a quick s- statement on... And overall, about like game rating sites, um, don't ever take them at face value. Like, never, ever, 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 ever. And I know, this, I know most of you guys who are here right now um, don't, hence why you're here. Uh, but for anyone who's watching this in the, in the VOD or in the past or... Or anything like that. Don't take anything at face value from a review site or even an individual reviewer. Take what you can get out of it and determine whether or not it's something that you might have interest in. Then see for yourself. And I think this is why we don't review games. We we will tell you a game that we've played. We've tell you what enjoyment we've got out of the game. We would tell you if we recommend it to you to play. But we will never put a point scale onto a game review. Yeah. Except Dark Souls for me. Except, for, I, <laughs> except Dark Souls for you. I've been offered a game recently, and I'm like, do, do I do I accept it and go for a review, considering how busy I've been of late, or do I not? Do I do I just do, do pass this one up and then let's go for the next sort of thing to come along? But it's it's like that. We have the last review I did for to get for the for the website that we do have. It is there. We just haven't used it as much. Is I didn't put a score on that. I didn't put a percentage out of ten. I didn't put, you know, you know, a percentage out of a hundred even. Just didn't do it because I think they're redundant these days, those type of scoring system. You say, Would you recommend it? Yes, but and here's the reason why I would I would I would err on caution because of this, this and this for a game. It's just it just makes it slightly more informed rather than just giving it a, a, a score rating because we've seen games that are like they say they're mediocre about five out of ten that the you know they're not bad games it's just because they see that score they see it, it see gamers of late and we've been conditioned to this over the years and this is our fault as well from my generation anything lower than a seven a lot of the time you don't give a shit about <laughs> 
is ah, uh, that's not good enough. Is and it? we sort of avoid them. And there can be some hidden gems there that you might like yourself. Because, again, every game has different taste. So, you know, from what a reviewer doesn't like, you might like. Duke Nukem Forever, for example. I knew going into that what that game was going to be like. And I got enjoyment out of it because it was silly, it was puerile, and it wasn't a game that you had to really take seriously because the character is is just basically a piss take of society. So, you know, you go with... The best thing that I heard was you go with someone that is fairly similar to what you your tastes are like you start to build up trust for them and then you see their reviews and you can go well i might like this game i might not and it gives you a bit more opinion rather than just going onto a site and going seeing how whether they gush or hate it and then go from there i got i mean one of my favorite games is is lord of the rings the third age which is a blatant is an rpg turn-based rpg that is a blatant ripoff of the Lord of the Rings series, where you're a group of people who are basically the Lord of the Rings characters, following the actual fellowship and just cleaning up after their shit. And it is not good in the least, but it's has a skill system that as you love as you use a skill, you get more points in it, and it levels up the skills. It has an and a gear system that cosmetically the gear changes when you get it. So if I get a new helm, the helm looks different than my old helm. And it has a sassy dwarf and a sassy elf and a couple of other characters that are just work okay. And for me, it just scratches like all of the RPG itches that I like in like one spot in like for a 20 hour game. It's it's perfectly fine. And it, I think it got like a four. Like they blatantly called it a ripoff and a piece of crap. And now there were a four. And I'm like, I, I like it. It's fun. Because that's also the other problem as well, as we've seen over the years, you give a game to the wrong person who doesn't like that genre, they will rip it to shreds. If you give the ba- game to the right person, you're gonna they're gonna give it a glowing review. Yeah. That's the thing. It's 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 the it's like what we just talked about with the other stuff. It's left or left foot, right foot. You give it to a person to somebody who loves the genre, they're gonna tell you it's amazing. You give me dirt rally I'm gonna look at it and be like, I fucking give a shit. It's a racing game. You go, you turn left, you turn right. Guy tells you where to go. You, you first, you ain't first, you last. That's it. Give it you to slide me. Off you. Yeah, give, you give it, it to, to me. I'll be like, ooh, ooh, I like this. He's gonna tell <laughs> you the intricacies of how it works to rally. Uh, but if you give it to me, I'm gonna be like, well, okay, this is a driving game. It- All right, I'm driving. <laughs> um... Here, here's a fine example as well of uh, this in, in an industry actually happening, um, and this it's a terrible it's a terrible example as well. Uh, Kotaku had a particular um, review of Rock Band, I believe it was. It was either Rock Band or it was Guitar Hero. I think it was Rock Band though. I think it was Rock Band three. Or f- I remember the specific one, but um, the review said that the game was terrible. And then if you actually read beyond their score system and the ratings, they just said that they never played the game and were above it and never actually opened the packaging. And said that this game is for Neanderthals, effectively. I'm going to go stand over here and listen to my classical opera music, if you excuse me. 
And so basically, again, so as we're going to wrap this this little bit up, we've got a couple more bits of comments in in the chat from Thy Collector and, and Geo. It's a case of for face value, you have to do your own your own work, look for a game or product. As an example, Star Wars Battlefront Two. As a fan of Star Wars, he's looking at getting that game. He wants to get it, but it's an EA game, which he doesn't want to buy at full price because it's EA, which is understandable. You know, they they. Their practices over the years haven't been exactly great with people. Um, They've had a lot of messy that they're trying to clean up. Um, yes. And you guys have heard my, my Dawngate soapbox many a time. Uh, you just know my opinion work, on it. And when EA. things are working, they're happy, and they do good things, and they support developers, and they give leeways. That's why we had Mirror's Edge. That's why we had anything creative that has ever come out of EA. But when it goes bad, it goes bad. Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, that's Ubisoft. That's Bioware, isn't it? Bioware. Bio- Bioware is EA. Yeah, Mass Effect Bio- Bioware. Black. Bioware thinking, Montreal. Okay, no, which is which has now been that studio has now been dissolved. That's what it was. It was Montreal, and then I thought Ubisoft because yeah. <laughs> the yeah, only thing uh, good that comes out of Ubisoft is Ubisoft Montreal. Like everywhere else is. G- <laughs> But then again, you get the other the flip side of it again, as you were saying. It's that you've got Unravel, which was an okay game. It just to me it just didn't have the soul that that game was touted as having. But then you have a somewhat a, a studio that I know a couple of people from that I've spoken to at Expos. I've reviewed a game for theirs before, Zombie Vikings. Zoink Studios are releasing the game Fee. Who you know, and they are part of that indie umbrella that EA are doing, and that looks potentially really, really good. Or there's Bastion. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about an indie game that was picked up by a large developer and then got nursed the right way? Who who saw that game coming? By the way, I've been playing Bastion. It's ah. it's so good, so good. <laughs> Well, you um, might as well say with the rest of what you've been playing if you want. <laughs> it's a nice segue. Well, Chris, Chris, Chris looks like he had it. Do you have a fun thing? The music of Bastion. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. Um, and what was it? It was my first PAX. We went to the uh, concerts afterwards, and um, one of the singers sang, uh, I forgot the name of the song. It was about the wall. But, um, oh. oh, she did a brilliant job. She did amazingly. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> What I've been playing, I've played games, believe it or not. I've streamed games, which is even more nuts. I know. It's really, this is weird, I'm leaving. Bye. This is weird, I'm leaving. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I played, I've, I've I played Bastion. I've gotten a little bit of it. It was kind of more of a test thing. It would be like, hmm, this is probably something I'm going to play uh, in a bit. Uh, we played some Destiny 2 beta on PC, which was very good. And we know that my rig can handle it. Though that looked really smooth. That looked, really smooth. Yeah, it wasn't running at 60 frames a second all the time, actually. Uh, so I've actually had to think about upgrading my processor. I mean, the question is, is that your processor or is that your graphics card? It's it's the process. It's the processor. We kind of looked at it. Uh, I spoke with somebody else, and we, you can also chime in now if you, we want to have Tech Corner here for a second. Uh, I am running an i series i seven series uh, two seventy or two thousand two thousand seven hundred, which is obviously was old back in twenty fourteen. 
Uh, so it still obviously can run the game just fine. If I'm if I can I can run at 60 frames a second. Uh, if I'm playing the game, just fine. It's if I'm streaming the game is when we start to see dips and qual- dips in the frames per second, and that's because whatever bleed over is coming from the graphics card is going onto the processor. So it sounds like it's a graphics card problem. I'm running a GTX 970 uh, with four gigabytes of virtual right, virtual memory. Which is which is what it Actually, rec- what it recommends. <laughs> what, what, what's your RAM? What's your physical RAM? Sixteen gigs. Bump that. That'll be cheap. It should fix things. DDR three. Yeah. Well. No. Oh goodness. You need to. You. You should. You shouldn't. You should. You should go. Up. <laughs> so go up one. DDR four. Motherboard, but I, I, motherboard, motherboard won't support it. But either way, you should you should go for for more physical RAM. Um, you should also check the clock speed of the RAM. Um, and uh, by the way, I'm a little stuck here right now, and it is, I just I don't want to make the effort to get up yet. So we have Tech Corner right um, now. Uh, yep. So basically, uh, yeah, I will be playing the shit out Destiny Two because it was smooth, and God, did that game feel like it was meant to be played on PC? Like just <laughs> playing it felt right. Like, I'm sitting there going, how did I ever play this on a console? How? Like, I'm able to get headshots. I'm able to control the, the, the spray of my auto right, my guns better. I'm able to land shots consistently. It feels smooth. It feels right. And the thing part is, is that, remember, Destiny is locked at 30 frames a second on a console. Which means when it dipped down to 30 frames a second, didn't bother me none. <laughs> because I'm used to playing at that level. So... Uh, yeah, Destiny 2, uh, definitely playing it, definitely gonna be playing it, probably gonna be streaming it, hopefully people will join me, uh, I would understand if anybody else, cause it's Destiny and it's got some bad stuff, but hey, guess what, you'll be able to see the story and the gameplay for free by watching the game won't play itself, so there you go, use that as your primer, as, uh, maybe you wanna get this game, maybe you won't, because we'll definitely not review it, but I can tell you I'm gonna have fun with it. Uh, what else have we done? Boom. Nailed it. Uh, we beat Deus Ex. I beat Deus Ex. The first hey. one? The second one. Hey. Which one was the second one? Uh, Mankind Divided. Okay. I, I've also beaten Deus Ex. Like, okay. the first one. <laughs> the original Deus Ex. Uh, but I've beaten uh, Human Revolution and now Mankind Divided. Finally did that. That was a monkey to get off my back. It took a three-hour stream, and I was like, fuck it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it in front of people. And we did. We beat the game, and it was fun. And had a lot... Of, yeah. Yeah, you, see? I have a witness. There, besides some Avad, there was an actual witness of me beating the game. And then the cutscene, then they're like, oh, there's no reason you can't exit out of the uh, credits. And I'm sitting there going like, but these credits are 25 minutes long. Well, guys, we're going to end the stream here. Alt-tab. <laughs> Close. Thank you. Um, so there's that. What else have I played? I've played a little bit of Tropical 5. Uh, just a mission. Nothing big there. Uh, and then the big one. We'll go right into it. XCOM. War of the Chosen came out. And Large showed up with his hot pants. And everybody decided, let's make this happen. And it's XCOM. None of the voice packs have been updated for it, so nobody has cool voices anymore. Which I'm kind of sad about, because I got used to like having... Uh, Hergelman goes screaming down with Mr. Torg's voice. And when I had his character not do that, I was like, this feels off somewhat. This feels wrong. This feels wrong. Uh, by the way, everybody has now completely different again. Uh, Chris has decided to be a sniper. 
for for this this Wait, was it was Oh no, I was a ninja last. Okay. Yeah, you were a ninja last time. Me and you were do we you were ninjas last time. Uh we we had the swords and shotguns. Uh by the way, funnily enough, there are zombie levels now in this game. Uh you want to bring your shotgunners to I came to... in <laughs> Yeah. I came in for one shot. It was mine and I hit something. It was good. We, and I needed you to am hit I that. Doing, am I doing better than Will yet? Yes. <laughs> I think Will has also decided to go sniper in this. or I think he's support. I forget which one. If he's support, he's going to die. Because this is what people, that's the people who die in my games. It's the supports. Um, but we are, uh, we're off and running. It was a four-hour stream. Just because like, I didn't want to put the game down. Uh, and I haven't touched it since then because I'm keeping it fresh. Uh, but yeah, that has gone off. Nobody has died yet. People have been shot and hurt. <laughs> Which always happens in XCOM anyway. Exactly, because I make dumb tactical decisions. <laughs> Which um, I want to interject here so for, for just, just quickly for AGX, and this is something that you'll want to watch. There is a panel on Friday. Is it Friday or Saturday? No, so I think it's Saturday from around about five o'clock our time here. So, you know, you're looking around about midday your time, James. But one of the, the big developers of XCOM is going to be there in a developer session where he's going to be talking all about it and what's in the, in the future for it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to, number one, I, 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 I'm going to have to watch it. But here's the other thing, and I want to mention this about, uh, about XCOM. Uh, just, just, just the interesting things that they that they made with this. Number one, they were happy the fact that they could actually use like story, uh, like actual have story ca- characters in this. But here's the really cool thing about this: so you have the photo booth now, and we've all seen the photo booth at this point, right? Yeah, um, we've all seen this stuff. Well, they're the big thing now with the photo booth is that if you create pictures in the photo booth, those will show up as propaganda posters in and around on missions when you play so like you could be in an area and you'll see and i have seen the um the uh i i have to uh show this one by the way uh i do have to say that there's also soldier bonds in this and uh gina and will apparently being british together means that you're bonded so there's that but um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch over to this window to this capture over here uh i'm it, it redid the bonding then on that because I remember watching the early part of your stream and it's like I was bonded with no one that I am um, in real life with. Like, well, there, there not... may have been a, another restart because I didn't like where people were getting chosen as soldiers, so I, I restarted one last time. So that's what I did. All right, yeah, perfect. Here we are. We're just gonna do a display capture. So as we look here, uh. <laughs> This was the Bond picture that that showed up, uh, and I was really proud of it. You're going to see the guys in the upper right-hand corner here. I don't care. Uh, C&M, Advent's leading cause of death, which made me really happy. Uh, There's this one, where they go, aliens die. Uh, Look at at Will sitting there, looking all badass. Yeah, that's right. Will's a ninja this time. Will decided to be a ninja. Will and I just swapped. Yeah, hot pants and swords. Exactly. Uh, there's Gina when she leveled up. This one, I once again, these are really awesome for like no reason. This one is random. Resist the Xenos. When XCOM wins, we all win. Like that looks really awesome. Like these are all just general things. Uh, look, like just 
<laughs> I feel like it would have been better with Will standing there with, in his hot pants. With oh, it, the, 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 well, just 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Will in his hot pants. <laughs> just doesn't get any better than just Will just chilling in his hot pants. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And these are, like, here, this one, this was perfect. Um, judge, jury, and executioners join the fight. And, like, just just everybody there, and there's Will, just thumbs up in his hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> me, me slightly obscured by the brush. Exactly. Looking but up. I'm so flamboyantly colored, it's not like I'm hidden at all. No, and, and and the thing is too, these are this is only for one campaign. I've had other campaigns. Uh we're gonna go out here to photo booth, and there are really good pictures. Uh there's there oh yeah, I I'm a I'm a fan of that one. Once again, we'll will in the we're gonna call this the classic McKellar pose, uh right here. And the lower hand, that's that's gonna be called. We're gonna call that the Mc, the, the the McKellar pose. In the right hand corner there. Uh, uh the 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 over the shoulder booty. The over the shoulder booty or the dead ass pose. <laughs> the I caught you looking pose. And uh, and this was from the original Gate Crasher, which uh once again we we kept. Only because of what happened in the middle. Right there. <laughs> I wear the blade hot pants and ego. My eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That that will probably be the caption to uh, the next uh, the next picture that shows up. But yeah, uh, that I have to say, out of after playing this game for as as I as for four hours, I was having the most fun with the photo booth. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's a little throw off thing. But it, it once again, what does it do? It 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 makes you grow attached to these characters. You build storylines with them. You get there, and once again, you become emotionally invested into keeping them alive. I mean, I'm emotionally invested because these are all people that I know, and if I murder them in in, in stupid command decisions, I have to answer them to that. By the way, my girlfriend is probably going to be showing up later in the stream as a character, and oh god, if she doesn't bond with my with my character, and if I get her murdered, there is going to be some. Very difficult questions to answer here. Uh, I have uh, an available basement if you need to move in. Thank you. Uh, it, it's at an undisclosed <laughs> location, right? Because I it will yes. be need to be like an undisclosed bunker somewhere in the Russia. Uh, you see, you see, everyone. Uh, James and I. The original circumstance with me in the basement of James's uh, circumstance was that James and I were running a simulation where uh, James needed to be in a location uh, that was untrackable by him from someone who he knows exactly where they are. Um, so that was the whole purpose. It was actually a long con uh, to make sure we have a safe haven for each other. Exactly. It's almost like we've planned it. We're very good at this. <laughs> I, that... I do want to do a quick slight correction though. It's actually Friday the 22nd of, of September the EGXD uh, this session, not yeah. this Saturday. It's Friday. Uh, Friday. It, it, once again, it's I'm excited because it, it's more XCOM, and they seem to have done they've polished the game a lot more, and I'm excited to play more of it. Uh, and once again, I will. I almost played some of it last night, and I was like, nope, because I have to stream it. And it was like twelve o'clock at night, and then I then I decided to create that opening instead. 
you vented your frustration in the creative avenue and created something. Yeah, because I could. Proud of you. Yeah, I That's could. That's called I, being an artist. It's called <laughs> not a very good one, and and I will be telling Chris later how I created it, and you will probably all hear the laugh from probably from from, from across long. everywhere. Exactly, because he will enjoy it. Um, but yes, that's what I've been playing, and uh, I can't wait to play more XCOM because it is it is tickling the right itch right now. Cool. I'll jump right in then. Uh, a little bit of CS:GO, a little bit of Overwatch. Done. <laughs> Nothing special. Thigh, there was a there was an opening. I will maybe even play it at the end. Oh, a little bit of Terraria with uh, Cosmic Gamers. We do that Tuesdays now. Uh, Terraria Tuesdays featuring uh, Sam yeah. from Cosmic Gamers. I was streaming, and Kim came into my stream. It was like, hey, they're playing Terraria. You should join them. And then I wasn't able to join you. And then I was like, and then, then Kim was like, you know what? Screw those guys. I'm going to chill with you and watch XCOM. And it was cool, because me and Kim hung out and played XCOM. And by I didn't that, get any indication that you wanted to join. Did you not see, like, James started playing Terraria? James requested to join your game. No. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's all right. I, I was like, hey, you want to know what? I don't have to do everything with Chris. I get to spend time with him every Friday night. And then once, once again, this is going to start sounding like, uh, it's, it's like I have, like, a divorce Look, decree. You start seeing other people sometimes. Well, no, I was going to be like, it's almost like, it's almost like you're my kid. I get to see you every Friday night and then once a week, and then once, once a month on the weekends for D&D. Do I need to, like, go into the custody agreement with Cosmic Gamers about Hergelman time? <laughs> I know we got a third party involved now, but I think I've been very chill about that. But let her, let her, she gets priority, I understand. I just asked for, you know, maybe, like, two, and I'm not even saying, like, all Fridays, just two Fridays a month. See, I've got him. <laughs> two Fridays a month and one Saturday. And maybe the holidays. <laughs> Two Fridays a month. One Saturday a month. Maybe maybe some holidays. <laughs> maybe, maybe holidays. Uh, but, but just don't play with you guys. <laughs> Once again, uh, fan fiction writers, there we have material for you. It's right there. <laughs> now it's getting the really creepy slash fiction where like we're like. Like he's my kid, but not my kid thing going on now. Yeah, no, this is getting better. <laughs> Give me some time. Thigh, I anything you write, I, we will be happy. But we we have a it was a standing offer that if we get horrible, good or bad fan fiction, we will read it on air live. Ah, uh, we have we have that the the cravat for it. It's the two hundred followers, and it's the Pornhub stream. That's where that we read live. It's no, it's two hundred subscribers. I specifically say subscribers, not followers. Subscribers. Because you want the money to do it. <laughs> the feeling when you get more subscribers than followers. Isn't that the reason why people used. stream on Pornhub? <laughs> I mean, am I am I missing something here? Or or how do people want to do that? Better yet, if we if we do that, not only are we going to stream it that way, but we will go rent out a white room and a casting couch and read it on the couch. And uh, I think we would also have to have Lucy and Lucky like on Discord as the laugh track for us. 
because that is that is going to be the Keith Rawdat. Enter female. I just like just just for the laughs. That's why they're there. They're, th- we will be streaming it on Pornhub. They will then be restreaming it on Twitch as like an MST3K of what we're doing. So they're commenting on exactly what we're doing. So it's just just gets interwoven to this craziness. So yeah, 200 subscribers, make it happen. Subscribers, <laughs> not followers, subscribers. Because by the way, that's a that's that's like four thousand. Uh, no, that's about six thousand dollars a month. So I'm and thinking if you'll do it during the half time. dollars a month. So yeah. that's what I meant to say. Six hundred. I was very very off with that. Six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, we would use that, that six hundred dollars. Use that to go get ourselves the room and couch and all the gear we need to do that. <laughs> It may take a couple months, though, depending on depending on pricing for when when things go on. So, just putting that out there. <laughs> and then we'll, before I'm, anything else is put out there, it may take a little while to organize it, but it will happen. Donation incentives for for how much clothing or what type of clothing is being worn. <laughs> I'm hoping for a white disco suit, a la. Um, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, Saturday Night Fever. There's just images that are going to just pop up in front of I'm hoping my XCOM uniform. Your XCOM uniform? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or Will's XCOM uniform? (laughs) Merge them. Merge them. I can do this. I have that power. (laughs) So while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about what I've been playing. (laughs) Because stuff and things. I complete something this week. I complete Far Cry Primal. Yeah, with an almost an hour-long boss battle. I saw some of it. Then I oh. got bored. <laughs> then I started streaming XCOM. <laughs> well, if you got bored, think how well I always feel, just whittling away, going, oh, no, 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 run away. If you had to hit me in two two shots to move you free, I would have been dead if I just run and hit this thing. And it's just, this guy was just so tough to hit. I've been upgrading my stuff. And it's just, it just really was a grind. It was slow burn. But then, so I did that. I did a boss and felt, hang on, that's the end of the game, isn't it? Oh, great. And then I found out there's little side, there's other side main stuff to do. So I just went on the other day and complete that as well. It was like half an hour. Fair enough. Thank you very much. We started uh, Dying Light, the Dying Light stream, with myself, uh, Geo, and Rob. I forgot how fun that game is, especially with the hazmat zombies. Two things of note, right? Now, obviously, you've got your costume changes because you don't want to all appear in the same outfit because you look exactly the same on each stream. So, Geo and myself went to change. We both picked exactly the same thing again. As I turn up, look around and went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> look, look Gio, at this. Will is the only one that gets to wear hot pants. All right? You have to understand this. Will has got the hot pants. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they are the tig whippy bit. They're, they're not the tig whippy uniform, but the tig whippy bit for me. Right? <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, it almost felt like, you know, if Curtis was in there, who was riffing the piss at Gio and myself, are the same person. It didn't help the situation any by we are appearing in the same thing again. 
And the other bit, though, how's about zombies? If you hit their can, they can do breakdancing. I did it. Spun around, went, you know, just spun off into the air. Boom! In a little blood cloud. And then Rob did the same thing to a couple of seconds later. <laughs> Brilliant, that game. Didn't get stuck in a van, though, this time. So that's, that, that's good. I'm happy with that. Because we don't want that. So it be just like a stream of me just like banging on the door going, let me out! Let me out! No, let me out! Come on! So, so there was that. Um, yeah, the other, bits, the other bits of stream stuff you can see on the channels. They're there. They're around. The ones I didn't stream, though, uh, I didn't stream the evil within. Because, you know, you know, you, you get those days where, you know, you've got all these games and you just can't be asked and picking one because you think, well, I could I could play this. I could I could play that. Um, I need to continue that. But then you've got so many you just can't be asked. Yeah, you, we, we've all had those days, yeah? So I asked, I asked Rob, I went, what do you think I should play then? He, he, first of all, he goes, oh, what was it? He, was, he, he, he made an option. That I was like, mm, uh, yeah, I could do that. And he went, no, the evil event, continue that. So, okay, okay, uh, okay I'll, I'll do that, yeah, because he's stuck on chapter 10, the boss on that. Uh, which apparently is a pain in the ass that I'm about to face, because I went through from like chapter 3, little increments at a time, because the game shat me up in a couple of places. I, and I, I do mean sort of big sort of oh you cheesy beasties sort of scares but the controls when you're facing the boss the bosses can be cumbersome and hinder you it just feels like Resident Evil 4 controls but it, it sort of moving starting <coughs> towards Resident Evil 7 that's what it felt like the controls wise, especially with the boss battles. So, yeah, it, some of the bosses are hard. Some of the bosses are annoying, and some of them you can't you can't face straight away. And you have to run. And uh, the other one I'm going to say about is life is strange because we talked about that earlier. So we can we can link it all together. Life is strange before the storm uh, episode one came out, and so yes, yeah, so I, I did a you know a first look at that and. It feels very weird not having the time travel element on it. Because it's almost like he goes, well, Max had that power. She started having that power in the bathroom, you know, the bathroom scene in Life is Strange. So we don't want to give it to here because it's a prequel. And it's what Chloe was doing when Max buggered off to Seattle for however long she went. So there's that little backstory there. And it's, it's still emotionally as powerful. Because you're, because you're, you're, at, you're playing her as she's still going through the stages of grief because of her dad. Which could be up there with like Hellblade in, in terms of that emotional power that this, this story will have over you. So I'm looking forward to getting the other two chapters. And by the way, if you get the deluxe version, you get the uh, Mac, uh, chapter of Max as well. It's part of it. Yeah. Well, <coughs> and that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. The other stuff is on the on the Twitch and YouTube. 
I gotta say, I I really need to pick up, or at, at the very least, watch a playthrough of Hellblade, um, especially because I I read an article about it and that like. Apparently, there's arguments online as to whether something is actually in the game or not. Like, certain things are in the game or not, or uh, whether effects actually happen or not. Um, so, it's it's something I really want to experience for myself. Um, I forgot. Is that one a PS4 only, or did that one come out for PC as well? PC as came well. It's on PC. Steam. Okay. Yeah. And Geostreamed it all. Geostreamed it all uh, abs as well. You know, friend of the show, abs. He, he's... He streamed it as well. So there's options there for you. Um, it's, it's one of those games I'm, I I want to try, but I would need a decent headset again to do it because the one I use from a PS4 is only in mono, so it only comes out one ear mm-hmm. because of the way you, you put it through to, your, to the actual controller rather than directly to the PS4. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of those ones I want to try, but I need the proper headset for it because you need it. That's the best way to play it because of all those... All the voices that you hear that they included into the into the in, into the actual game, which apparently apparently make it more powerful because you know you you, you know the premise of it, don't you? Where you're, you're dealing with the psychosis you're going through, as if you know you're experiencing it. So, so yeah, that's why you need your headset to experience it properly with the immersion. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, doubt out time, shall we? Okay. Uh, well, obviously, of course, Kim, <coughs> the patron saint of Take Whipping. Mm-hmm. We also need Keith because he is one of the subs. Of us as well. No, oh, oh. He, he, oh. he didn't re up. Oh. Well, yeah. we can still give him a shout. F- F- FYI, to anybody who does use Twitch. Prime subs to any of their favorite things, they are not a re-uppable thing. You have to manually go in and sub to that channel again. So, if you're going to do that, choose which channel you like and resub. Like that. Like that. Like like that. Just like it exactly. I also want to give a shout out again to them them video dames, you know, Daniela, to try and help build them up because they, they, they recently started their own channel. From this, there. I don't know what's happened with them and, and drink relax play. Not sure what's going on there, but they have started their own channel on Twitch. <laughs> Give them a follow. They stream uh, Thursday night between eight and ten in the UK, and they're a lot of fun. They're a good laugh. You should join them. Um, so yeah, there's a shout out for me, and I think that's about it. For me, uh, we are going to be raiding somebody tonight. Uh, they are two wonderful freaking people. Two wonderful freaking people. It is the Cosmic Gamers. They are playing Jack in the Box. Uh, it is where I'm not wearing the shirt tonight. I almost wore, wore the shirt tonight, but my other car is a Porsche. Came from. Uh, it is the best shirt. It is the official Tig Whippy shirt right now, though you cannot buy it anymore, I don't think. I'm oh, like, yeah, I think it's down. It's down. Uh, Which is unfortunate because I need a new one because I have a little hole in mine. But that's, uh, that, that's, <laughs> that's why your other car is a Porsche. That's why my other car is a Porsche. So we're going to be raiding them. Send them a like, follow, give them all the love. They are two wonderful people. Chris plays Terrari with them on every Tuesday without mm-hmm. me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not salty about that at all. <laughs> all right. So 
Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> no, I thought I had it around the desk. I, I actually, I picked up salt today. <laughs> you picked up salt today. I actually <laughs> had to pick up salt today. I actually picked up salt today. And don't worry, because I have other things, because obviously I do other stuff, as in be the, somebody has the command XCOM, and if that takes all my time, can't play Terraria. So with that... I don't have any props with me today. I know. I've, I've, I've got so many props. I'm the prop guy around here. I've got like I've got so many hats. So many rooms. I should start I... moving them down because they're all up in my room. I mean, for like the next time you're not here and I have a, I'm stuck with an English guest host with along with Will. I mean, I have the bowler hat, or in case I like want to go out with my dudes to the milk bar and then beat people. You know, I'm ready for that. I've obviously got the hat for it. Um, then I'm also if. If need be, if I've ever found myself in the Australian wilds, you know, I've got my ranger hat for that, totally prepared, ready to go. You know. I mean, here's the thing, if we're ever, pro- if, there's, if there's ever a mutiny, I think I'm the only one who's properly uh, prepared. Uh, <laughs> well, well, in this case, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in how the castle is talking about <laughs> XCOM for the win, exactly. XCOM for the win. We will win. We're gonna kick those aliens off our planet, and then we're gonna make them build the wall so they can't get back in. All right. So that is all for this evening, everybody. We will catch you later, and let's start sending those raid messages. Everyone, start moving. I want to see you guys in the chat. I want to see that blob of text I put in there. Just copy and paste it. Just grab it. Throw it at them. Just come on, we'll beat you over there. We will. Fine too. Yes, I will. I will go join him before going to bed. Yep, and I'll be hosting them after I do the outro again, or just out. We're gonna go out. Maybe just host them right now. All right, enjoy it. Bye.